If you're like me, you probably subscribe to a ton of newsletters from different authors and different writing services or writing programs. And these newsletters are not always the greatest thing in the world. Some of them are way too long with big giant paragraphs of text that doesn't really seem very important. Some of them are just sales tactics. Some of them are just promos for friends in this sort of strange echo chamber where somebody says a thing and then five other newsletters tell you that somebody said a thing. But most commonly what you see across almost all these newsletters is really, really awful advice. Let me give you an example of one piece of advice that came across my inbox the other day. There's a short newsletter. It's about 11 paragraphs long. Each paragraph's between one and three sentences. It's very punchy. You can blast through it very quickly. And of course, the big takeaway line, the big aha moment line is bold compared to the rest of the text. And here, here's the line. Bypass the gatekeepers by publishing your work online, parentheses, even if it risks being the worst thing you've ever written, parentheses, period. That's it. That's the advice. Publish your stuff online, even if you think it's the worst thing ever. That's not advice. That's not even in the ballpark of advice. That's a suggestion. That's a, hey, this is a thing you should do. Advice would be, how to do that, to do something bigger and more constructive than just say, yeah, just, just publish it even if you think it's bad. That's not advice. That's maybe vaguely encouragement, but it doesn't help. If, if you were somebody who worried that what they wrote was garbage and you weren't sure if you should put it into the world, just reading something that says, hey, you should put it into the world does not necessarily help affirm or deny the fact that you feel a certain way. It doesn't help. But so much, like 80-something percent of the advice in the writing space is this kind of vague stuff. Just do this. Just, just go ahead. Just do something abstract because somebody's telling you. Now, advice like that is counting on two things. One, it's counting on the strength of the presenter. You're getting a newsletter from somebody. This person is supposed to have a, you know, a series of successes or notable things under their belt. They're able to come at this from a place of authority. They're able to be a big deal. And that weight, that baggage, that expectation they're, they're projecting onto you is going to help you make up the decision. You look at them and go, ah, they're an expert. I will listen to what they say. The second thing they're counting on is that you're not going to question it. They don't want an informed readership. They don't want somebody with critical thinking skills. They want somebody who will just go, yeah, you're right. I'm going to act on it. But the problem is and the issue is they should be helping you act on it. They should be helping you sort that stuff out. Yeah, it's good to publish your stuff when you don't think it's the best thing ever. Yep, absolutely right. But somebody's going to ask how or why. There's going to be a follow-up. And so much of the advice in writing is so abstract because they say to themselves, the advice givers, I mean, say to themselves, oh gosh, there's you know so many different people writing so many different things. How could I possibly tailor advice so that 
people get everything they need because I don't know what they're writing. They're just reading this or listening to me. And to those advice givers, let me remind you that this is your job. You're writing this newsletter, one presumes, to do more than just say, hey, click this link and please hand me $997 a month for eight months. You're, you're doing this because you wanted to help people. So give actual advice. Give steps. Yes, encouragement is certainly a huge part of newsletter production, and it's a big part of what writers often need to help them go forward making their careers happen. Sure, not denying that. But to only give very bland encouragement, just do a thing, is unhelpful because the writer knows this. Everybody knows that in order to be published, you have to publish things. Like that's that's just logical and obvious. What somebody's looking for in the newsletter, what somebody's looking for when they want advice, isn't just, hey, you should do it. It's a combination of that confirmation along with steps, along with practical pieces of intelligence they can use. And unfortunately, so many newsletters and so many group services and so many blog posts and so many social media things never get around to the how-to. And that, over time, tells authors, hey, you're not going to get any how-to advice. You're just going to be told to do it. And you get to fumble and figure your way out. There are going to be some places that will even go so far to say, well, I had to fumble and figure it out, so you have to too. I didn't kill me, so you can do it. And that's awful because what that does is suggest that somebody's experience, whatever it might be, is less important than yours and that yours, whatever your experience is, is some kind of great template and that your experience is universal, ignoring privilege, ableism, possibility, opportunity, networking, money, anything. None of that's good. But this is the sort of environment that writers find themselves in when they come online and they go look for advice. And I hate it. I can't stand it. I think it's terrible. So to those people who are wondering, well, what do I do if, I've, if I think I've written the worst thing ever? Before you even just leap in there to bypass the gatekeepers, which you should be doing anyway, before you even do that, go get somebody else to read it. Get somebody who knows you to read it. See what they say. Get somebody who doesn't know you to read it. See what they say. Hire a professional to help you. Get some feedback that isn't just going to be smoke up your ass. Get somebody who's going to really make a difference for you. Get some feedback and then decide, okay, I want to put this out into the world. Then you get to figure out how you want to put it out in the world. Do I want to put this on a blog post? Do I want to turn this into audio? Do I want to put this on Instagram? Do I want to just write a thing and sell it for a dollar? Do I want to give it away for free? Is this part of a novel? Should I make this a podcast? You want to put it out into the world. You get to choose any number of ways to do that. And then for those things, when you need those steps, go ask for more help. How long did that take me? Maybe a minute to talk about? It's a few paragraphs of text in the transcription. It's, it's not a lot. If I can do that, and I'm just as much of an expert as these people putting out these newsletters four times a week or every Friday they write 10,000 words about a thing, bad advice is everywhere. When you find good advice, cherish it, treasure it, make use of it, because it's better to get advice that actually helps you than just accumulate repetitions of the same knowledge you've heard five other ways. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. And the more actionable that advice is, the more likely you are to do it. Give that some thought and I'll talk to you tomorrow.